Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Daisy's Rocking Chair by Becky Scarlett. What do you mean she sold the rocking chair? I barely kept the screech out of my voice. Well, you didn't want it, my mom replied calmly as if it didn't matter. Brokenhearted, I ended the call. Daisy, my grandmother, had sold her rocking chair. If I had only known. Daisy. To my mom, she was Mama. To everyone else, she was Daisy. As children, we saw Daisy weekly. She often made the hour-long trip for Saturday visits. We would race to the door to see what she had brought us. It might be jelly donuts or the most treasured treat, peanut butter delight. Sometimes we visited her for Sunday dinner. After losing her husband early, she had moved back in with her parents. Daisy's Sunday dinners were feasts. Visiting was always fun, although Daisy had to hide us away in her bedroom to play cards. My great-grandmother wanted no card-playing in her house, especially on Sunday. With ample seating for visitors, Daisy and my great-grandmother each had their favorite chair. Daisy always sat in a brown wooden rocking chair. The heart-shaped back looked more like three, not two, hearts joined together at the top and merging almost to a point at the bottom. The worn finish on the armrests were a testament to the time Daisy spent relaxing in its embrace. Moreover, the most striking characteristic was its creak. It was soothing, yet barely perceptible as she rocked, but when she stood up, it was loud and abrasive as if protesting her leaving. I never saw anyone else sit in that chair, even when she was in another room, even when aunts, uncles, and cousins visited, even during my week-long visits in the summers. There was no rule. Daisy would not have objected. It just never happened. After my great-grandparents passed, Daisy moved to an apartment. After retirement, she moved to our town. The rocking chair moved with her. Over time, her chair of preference became a larger, more comfortable, cushy chair. Like many of us, she eventually transitioned to a recliner, but the rocking chair was still there. Daisy was defined by her generosity, both with gifts and time. Her whole face shone when she gave gifts, large or small, even with her limited resources, she found ways to give everyone a Christmas gift. When my husband and I married, Daisy gave us a bedroom suit and a sofa. She also gave generously to my older sister when she finished college. When my husband and I were preparing for the birth of our daughter, Daisy offered us her chair. Thrilled, we accepted. My husband and I took turns rocking our baby. 
After finally getting her to sleep, we would stand up ever so gently. Inevitably, the creaking startled her, often waking her. As parents do, we swayed back and forth to lull her back to sleep. Yes, the creaking was aggravating, especially in the middle of the night, but the chair was worth it. Later, we returned the chair to Daisy, and it continued to live with her. Daisy eventually moved to a retirement community with limited space and offered her chair to me repeatedly. Although I loved that chair and the memories it held, I declined. Why? Not because I didn't want it, I did. Not because we didn't have room for it, we did. But because, as she was advancing in age and her health was declining, I did not want her to think I wanted her stuff, that I only valued our relationship for what I could get out of it. So I turned her down. When my mom casually mentioned to me that Daisy had sold her chair, I felt like I had been punched. Too late to tell Daisy the truth, I was stunned, broken-hearted, filled with regret and a deep sense of loss. I never told Daisy how I truly felt. A few years later, she died. Later, I seldom thought of the rocking chair that I had let slip away, but my husband did not forget. Several years after Daisy's death, he gave it to me for Christmas. He had found the man who had bought her chair. He explained what it meant to me, and the fellow agreed to sell it. My husband bought it, hid it, and surprised me with it. My heart overflows with joy and gratitude for being reunited with this treasure. Looking at Daisy's chair, now resting in the corner of our dining room, I realize that receiving a gift can show love just as much as giving a gift. And I think what a gift it would have been to Daisy had I told her how much I cherished her chair because it was such a reminder of her. I choose to believe that she knows that's just the way love works. Copyright 2022, Becky Scarlett. Becky Scarlett, a member of Burlington Writers Club, is a retired counselor who has always loved a good story with interesting characters. In addition to writing nonfiction and short stories, she explores the fictional world of young people and has recently released Not For Me, a novel for young teens available on Amazon. Becky lives in Piedmont, North Carolina with her husband and two dogs. She enjoys and finds inspiration while on the beach, hiking on mountain trails, kayaking, and painting. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.